0: This is a podcast for creatives exploring the art of writing ugly, embracing it, and pushing forward. I'm your host, Brooke Shantae, and I'm journeying on my own path as a writer, uncovering hard facts, hidden truths, and occasionally sharing some interesting experiences along the way. Stay tuned for heavy rotations of positivity, productivity, and possibility. Welcome to Creatively Imperfect. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Creatively Imperfect podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Shante. We are in the fourth episode. Thank you so much for returning back. And those of you that are new, first time listening, how you doing? Welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to me talk about writerly stuff. (laughs) Today, I want to dive into a topic that I know many writers, especially those with children, can relate to. And that's writing distractions good old distractions that tear us away from the thing we enjoy doing so much my question to you can distractions be avoided that is the question if i could have it my way i would be able to write with minimal human contact I'll have obsessive amounts of coffee, ready to go, piping hot, just the way i like. I'll have my trusty laptop and phone by my side. And I'll emerge myself in a comfy area, preferably with pillows and candles all around. A nice, calm area where I can just space out and do my thing in complete utter silence and tranquility. Isn't that nice? Sadly though, that is not a reality for me that is not my reality (laughs) my writing world consists of faux kids not for faux faux kids calling me all at the same time screams cries crashes on the floor spills and more cries frustration about homework getting up to fix snacks breaking up all kinds of fights between animals and humans, weird, loud noises from the television and other devices. I can go on, but I would really need more than just this episode to cover the amount of distractions that rule my writing time. But you get my point. I have distractions and I have lots of them. Often it feels impossible to write with all of these things going on in my house. It's quite amazing how I can get any writing done because I get pulled away from it so frequently and jumping back in poses a challenge, especially when I have a good thought that I'm going with and I, and I need to finish it, but I can't because I'm too busy breaking up a screaming match between a five and six year old arguing over who unfriended who in Roblox and why they're never ever friend requesting anyone ever again. I can't get my thoughts back after that. No, because now I'm thinking about Roblox characters. And how a five-year-old even knows how to unfriend anyone. I don't know how can I get my thoughts back after dealing with that. It's hard. I have to leave my project alone for some time to be able to get back into the swing of things and hoping that all the drama settles down. So that's what I've been dealing with. And I've been dealing with that for a very long time. And it's weighed heavy on my writing flow. On my creativity, on everything. I, I can't function under those conditions. I get frustrated and I wanna give up and hide under my bed. But that is not realistic and that is not the adult way to deal with things. Being a mother and a writer simultaneously is hard work. It's extremely difficult. Even with this episode, it was a struggle to record and get this up because I got up later than intended. And now my time is running into my kids' time. And once that happens, it's hard. Multitasking in this way is a mood killer. It really is. And it's not like you can switch off and just stop being a mom. I'm a mom first. So before writing, my kids will always be priority. There's no discussion there. But then how am I getting any writing done with all these distractions? How, Sway? How? So let me tell you what I started doing because I got sick of it. I'm still sick of it, but now I have more control over managing so many distractions while trying to write. First thing, I talk to my kids, my whole family really, but I talk to my kids about me and me writing. I talk to them about my projects. I talk about my process. I I talk to them about it, everything. And I let them know that writing is important to me. So now, my eight-year-old, when he sees me with my laptop in hand, he'll, he'll go like, Mom, so you're working now, right? You're going to work? And I tell him straight up, yes, Mom has lots of work to do, and Mom needs some time to herself. So even with him just only being eight years old, he, he understands how serious I'm taking my writing. He sees how passionate I am about it, and I think that's largely because I express it to him. I really think that having these conversations with your kids about your goals and aspirations are important because they get to see up close and personal what it means to have passion and strive to accomplish things. My kids are smart. They get it. And I'm open and honest with them now so that as they grow, they can have more understanding that their mommy needs time to be a writer and not just mommy and not just time to be a writer but mommy just needs time like mom has other things to do and she needs a minute away from you guys and they're understanding that it's not solely about them all day long and quite frankly it shouldn't be yes again I'm a mother first and always but there are other things I can and want to do that has absolutely nothing to do with parenting And I don't feel bad for thinking that or even embracing it. Now, if this was me maybe two years ago, I would have disagreed with that. I really would have. But as I'm growing in my writing journey, I'm growing as a person. My mentality has shifted so much since becoming so enthused and so passionate about my writing, and I'm better for it. Another thing that's helped with distractions is scheduling time to write and letting it be known to everyone what time I'm working on a particular project. I I think this keeps this helps to keep all members in the house on board and on the same page. So, instead of my kids running to me about their Roblox dilemma, they get to go straight to dad. <laughs> Mom is off the clock from 10 to 12, and most times this works. My husband, he's a big help in this regard. Like he's he's a creative as well. He's a graphic designer, so he gets it. He gets the struggles. He gets the frustrations. And he respects how important writing, writing is to me. Another thing with making time to write is actually taking the time that you carve out for yourself and write. I used to be so guilty of saying to my family, Okay, guys, so mom needs to start working at 10 o'clock. And I need you guys to keep the noise down so I can go do my thing. But then when it's time to go do my thing... I'm not doing my thing. I'm off on my phone on Netflix or social media or YouTube or whatever. Doing everything else instead of writing and just being distracted. All on my own accord. How can anyone take me serious about writing and wanting to write if I'm not taking my own self serious? No one's going to respect the fact that I need the time to write if I don't commit myself to it. If I'm telling my family... Guys, I need to take two hours to work on a project starting at 10 and I'll be done by 12. Then I need to be sure to devote those two hours to my project and my project alone. If my family is going to leave me by my lonesome for two hours straight, uninterrupted, you best believe that I'm going to get my work done. Because after that, well, it's back to unfriending Roblox characters. (laughs) On another note... It's still prepped over, and I'm still prepping. I have a few more characters to flesh out, and I'll be good to go to start working on my, my um, story beats. I'm using Jessica Brody's 15 beat sheet outline. I absolutely love using her beat sheet because I'm always able to see my entor- entire story at a glance. And the beats are excellent in this way because you, you're you essentially plotting like these mini synopses or, or mini s- synopses. I'm not sure how you say it, but you get like these quick rundowns of each of your turning points in your story. And it's it's just been so helpful. I love Save the Cat Writes a Novel. It's a great book for outlining and plotting. I truly recommend every writer to, if not buy a copy, borrow a copy and take what you need from it. The book is extremely useful and invaluable. Uh, that's all I have for you today, creatives. And we are nearing the end of this week's episode. Sound off. What distractions do you endure while trying to write? Is it the kids? Social media? Your own attention span? There's that too. We can be our own big, biggest distractions. Isn't that something? I really enjoyed sharing this time with you. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening to me. We still got Nano NaNoWriMo coming up next month. And um I'm counting down the days. I can't wait to dive into my story and listen to my characters as they reveal more about the world that they live in. If you're participating in Nano this year and would like to come on the show and share your thoughts or any experience you have as a writer, I would love to have you on. Just head on over to my website creativelyimperfect.com and fill out the contact request form with all your details and let's talk. That would be so fun. Also, while you're there, check out my latest blog post, Preptober Planning and How I'm Aiming to Survive NaNoWriMo this November. I also just started a form on my website where you can share different uh, posts and topics on like writerly stuff. So it's a new thing. I've literally just added it on the site. Um, But if you're interested in doing that, be sure to look out for the form tab on my blog. And don't forget to subscribe to my email list so you can stay current with all my latest content and receive my monthly newsletters. Follow me on Instagram at Day1Writer where you'll see more of my writing content as well as snippets of my personal life. And if you enjoyed this podcast and want to support me on my writing journey, I would thoroughly appreciate it. You can also leave me a review and let let your girl know that you stopped by. Let me know how I'm doing. I would really appreciate it so much. How about some self-care today? You deserve it. And remember to thank all those that are supporting you on your writing journey. I'll see you next week.